Welcome to Nintendo Dispatch, your weekly Nintendo podcast covering all things from the world of Nintendo. I'm Christina. I'm James. And I am Michael. Mm, how we doing? We're doing. We're doing. Today's hanging turn of day. Yep. Hanging in there. It was kind of, you know, doing the Sunday stuff, picking up sticks, digging holes, all in Animal Crossing. I mean, I, I'm not leaving the house, but all in Animal Crossing. <laughs> I'm your, doing my chores. your yard outside is just full of holes. <laughs> yeah, my yard outside looks terrible, but the one in Animal Crossing is really shaping up nice. Your mind in the real world is shaping up terrible. So <laughs> we're all there. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's, my, there's 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 holes everywhere. The grass won't grow. Christina has way cool everything in life. Actually, we went to Christina's Islands today and she said that she was reorganizing, but I don't know what's left to reorganize because it's the most organized island I've ever seen in my entire life. Like the <laughs> pathing is perfect. Like everything's boxed off. I don't quite understand it. It's amazing. Yeah. I just There's get disappointed. You can do. <laughs> I just get disappointed doing yard work because I don't find any fossils in my backyard. I don't see any cool butterflies flying around. So I just stay in my Animal Crossing world where it's a lot prettier and more <laughs> entertaining. It's very true. I mean, especially these times. I mean, unless you need a toilet paper. Although, you mm -hmm. know, I did hear that um, I was, oh, what was I listening to? I think it was a podcast or was it, was it you all tell me, you know how you eat fruit in the game mm -hmm. and then sometimes you don't want to, you know, you have extra and you're like, I don't yeah. want to dig up more trees. You know how you get rid yes. of those? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You like sit on the toilet. That's great. Yep. So, That's how you uh, get rid you of all your can't extra sit fruit. On the, can't sit on the bidet. It has to be an actual toilet. Yeah. Total. It's real life. No. It's real life. It's real life. It logically makes sense. You got to flush the fiber. Yeah. You got to get <laughs> out of your system. So, yeah, I hope uh, we'll get to the game a little bit at the end, but I want to kick it off because we actually got an update this week. We have Nintendo Switch System Update 10.0. And I think. I think it jumped quite a bit to get to this big 10.0. This released April 13th. And we actually got a couple couple good things, I, I would say. At least one that I was pretty excited to see, even though it probably won't affect me as much now. But one of them is you can transfer software data between the system memory and SD card, which wasn't available before. And this is a, a big deal. This is kind of nice. The second one that I'm really excited about is that you can remap the buttons on Switch controllers now. This is fantastic, and I'm so bummed that this happened now as opposed to when I started playing Zelda three years ago because I constantly was having trouble figuring out what buttons I had to do because I kept switching back and forth from Xbox to my Switch, and it was driving me crazy. Like the, I think it was BA were kind of reversed, and so I was constantly doing the wrong thing. Now I can remap it, and I can set it however I like you get up to five different custom configurations on each system. So that's five for the left, five for the right, and five for the Switch Pro Controller. It doesn't support mm. any other controllers, though. So it has to be a Nintendo Joy-Con or Pro Controller. But I like that you can get up to five for all of the different controllers. I think that's that's really cool. A lot of people were saying that this is fantastic for accessibility. Um, you could essentially... If we're talking Animal Crossing, you could essentially remap the entire left or right Joy-Con to play the entire game. So if you have limited mobility in one hand or something like that, this now makes it so that you can play the game and be able to experience it just like everybody else. You also have five configurations that are for the Switch Lite. 
So obviously there's a different, you know, you're kind of, you're still holding it. It doesn't have things that can come off of the switch light, but you can configure the controller however you like. In addition to that, you can now bookmark uh, stories in the news. Now, who sure who even uses news, but now you can bookmark stuff if you do. <laughs> There's a new section added in the user settings for play activity, as well as new Animal Crossing New Horizon icons for your profile, which that's cool. Um, I've been using my Me, which makes me wish the Me was... A, I wish they would update the Me icons. I wish that it was i wish it was cooler at this point because i kind of like my animal crossing one and i kind of wish i could have that level of customization in my me the me's kind of seem janky compared to what we get in animal crossing so agree, it would be yeah. really cool if we could see something more updated and have it maybe better represent our our personality or our our likeness on you know, on our switch. I want everybody sees that they see it all the time. So it'd be kind of cool to have that. Or um, even like using our passport photo in the game as yeah, our, that'd yeah, be cool. that, that'd be seems like it would custom, be an easy thing to do. Yeah. It would be interesting if you could take a photo and then use any photo. So any photo from any game you mm -hmm. could, if you, if you did like in this one in particular, you have your passport photo and you can go and have that uploaded into the um, profile section and then have it cropped and do whatever you want that would yeah. be really cool that would be that would be kind of a fun way to have it custom uh and with this update data miners have actually found that there's the possibility of a future second display there's some sort of support in the code for a second display so of course everybody's saying oh my goodness this is a switch pro this is some sort of you know add-on so we can play ds games but who knows what's coming? It's just interesting that they found out that there is this added functionality for a second display of sorts. So it'd be cool to see what goes on there. I, I don't, I, I'm not I'm not holding my breath on a Switch Pro. I've kind of that ship sailed for me. I, I don't <laughs> I know we'll get another Switch at some point, but I don't want to spend the next three years, you know, longing for a new Switch. It's just it'll happen when it happens. Yeah, I feel like when it comes to any Switch Pro rumors, it's just everyone's so burnt out from hearing them. Yeah. But to me, that's funny because whenever there's any sort of like leak or data miner finds anything, everyone immediately jumps. It's a Switch Pro. We're going to get a Switch Pro, guys. It's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Finally happening. So, yeah. It, it's confirmed here. Switch Pro coming out next month. <laughs> no, no, not going to happen. <laughs> Definitely confirmed. not going to happen. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I would say though the Switch update I'm really excited about. I have really no need to remap buttons, but I think that this is huge for like pro players but i also thought it would be really cool i'm just going to pitch it out there because everything's great everything's awesome but what if you could have a custom profile per game so you could say for zelda use this profile and you can have favorites but like what if you could do it for every game because like if i want mario or something like that to be a little bit different mm -hmm. you could just be like oh this is the profile it's going to pick that would be cool i like that mm -hmm. i like that I wonder if, because I haven't messed around with the the profiles yet, I wonder if you can save them as a name or if it's just kind of like setting one, setting two, whatever. So in theory, you could have something similar. I don't, I think you would have to still change it manually, but it would be awesome if you could set them up per game because you figure Smash Brothers, people would definitely want to have yeah. their own custom settings for that. So I know a couple months ago, we talked a little bit about Pokemon Rumble Rush, and how they were, I think it was that they were thinking about closing it down. Well, they've actually 
officially announced that it will be totally shut down in July. So on July 22nd, it will not exist anymore. Uh, it will be completely taken off the market. And it's only been on the market for just over a year anyway. So mm. it's kind of kind of bummed to see something Pokemon related not last very long. But clearly, it just hasn't done well. Um, and and added on to that, if, if anybody who does play that purchased any Poke Diamonds or anything like that, you will be refunded when the game shuts down. Just a heads up there. But Well, this was a weird one because I remember this came out. And Mats, you actually were able to play it. We couldn't get it on iOS. It was there. Then it was gone. And it seemed like this was sort mm. of an on-off thing for a month, two months, three months. And by then, there was no fanfare when it did officially launch. I don't even know if it ever officially launched because it just seemed like such a terrible launch and so they stumbled so badly that i i can't help but think that was part of the problem because i do remember mats you were playing it and we're like yeah it's not even on the the apple store we can't even get it we don't know what's going Mm -hmm. on here Mm -hmm. and uh, they never really addressed it it just seemed to like just peter out yeah it's sort of a shame i mean the the rumble rush stuff has always been sort of i don't know cutesy i would say because they're kind of toy little things moving around i played it, it was fine it, it wasn't mm-hmm. anything but you know it's one of those games where they're like okay well if no one's playing it we're not making money on it what's the point of keeping it around and yeah. i'm okay with that i guess you know what i mean that's okay yeah. it's okay for this to mm-hmm. go but yeah it's kind of weird that just how the whole rollout happened is very atypical so maybe had they done it right maybe it would be a little bit better but it's one game that i won't be missing let's just say that <laughs> yeah yeah. Now, something that I'm I'm excited about and I missed it on the first play was Crisis and it has been announced. Crytek has said they confirmed Crisis Remastered is coming out and it's going to be on PC, PlayStation 4 and Switch. So that's crazy. Uh there was no no acknowledgement to Xbox, but the switch made it in it made the cut that's fantastic this is if you don't know it's a remaster of the 2007 game and apparently crisis was one of those games it i remember it for far cry if everybody would always be like oh but you know can your game play far cry if you can your pc handle it crisis mm-hmm. was similar benchmark it was always but can it play crisis and i think that's pretty exciting that it's even being considered for the switch they obviously did some black magic behind you know the scenes to make this happen they're saying that it's going to come out with graphical enhancements including support for software-based ray tracing and crytek is co-developing this with saber interactive who did witcher 3 on nintendo switch so maybe that's the the key they they pulled in saber because they did such a fantastic job with the witcher 3 and that's how they were able to port this over to the switch so i'm excited i want to see more about this and this could be another huge, huge port for Switch. You know, the the Witcher 3 is showing what the Switch can actually still handle. You know, it's obviously got some some compromise, but it, it plays really, really well. And I'm excited to see more heavy hitters like that coming over. Yeah, I don't know what Saber does, but it, it's witchcraft. <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> them and Panic point. Button. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's those two are doing something crazy, and it's yeah. it's it's amazing it's working (laughs) i'm I'm definitely and i i think i own crisis because i don't know at this point i'm sure that it was like on some steam sale or some humble Mm -hmm. humble bundle at some point but Mm -hmm. it's a game just like you were saying like far cry that i've always wanted to get into and crisis was always the 
like how amazing is your PC's graphics card? Oh, does yeah. it, can it run, can it run crisis at full everything? And I just think it's amazing that, you know, the switch, like you said, can play Witcher three, can play crisis. Like, you know, can your switch, is it up to the, yeah, sure. It's a game from 2007, but it was one of the most PC graphically intense games of the era that was mm-hmm. for many years too. And still people kind of say like, Oh, how does your PC play? You know, crisis, like what's you know, far cry or crisis, you know? And, I think it's cool. I'm definitely going to pick it up. I mean, based on the price, right? I might wait for a sale, but if it's like 20 bucks, I'll probably pick it up. I'm into it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. Now, one other thing I'll probably pick up because I like to buy everything is hopefully animal crossing Legos who wouldn't want this This is the most amazing thing ever. Well, we're going to need some support. One of the coolest parts of Lego in the entire world is something they call Lego ideas. And what this enables Lego fans around the world, including yours truly is to submit your ideas to Lego and maybe they will productize them. And they've done this. Like they've actually productized quite a few of these features. If there's IP behind it, they will work with the actual um, companies uh, in general. So there's all sorts of these. Like if you just go to ideas.lego.com, you'll see like um, uh, there's there's a Lego Breath of the Wild Hyrule Castle. There's like SpongeBob. There's like all this stuff and like, you know, like Southwest airlines, like there's just all these different crazy things. And like what it is, is people buy, like actually make them in the real world usually. Um, and then they, you know, put it up for, here's the idea to make it a complete set. Um, and one of the users, Tiago Catrino, um, has submitted animal crossing, new horizons paradise. This is super duper cool. It's kind of like, um, a little island. Um, you can like have workbenches. It's like all done up. There's like little, you know, trees that you can have that they put together. You can completely customize it. Um, they say it comes with a base house, mailbox, log bench, community DIY project, campfire, tree, terrain details, and more. So you could do all of this basically. And it's about, they said it would be about 1500 Lego elements and about hundred dollar price tag is what they think it would be. Um, how these projects work is, you know, this obviously has IP and things are around it, but they need about 10,000 supporters. And within a few days, it already hit a thousand and they leave them on the website for a long time. So take a look at it, go get it. Um, it's really cool. In fact, we're seeing a lot more Nintendo based things because Nintendo and Lego got together to do the Mario Lego game hybrid thingy, which I, of course I mm-hmm. pre-ordered two for some odd reason, cause I'm an mm. idiot. Um, <laughs> Um, I don't know what, I don't know. I don't even need it, but maybe it'll be one of your Christmas gifts. So let's Ooh, just nice. <laughs> or both. <laughs> yeah, there you go. yeah. Are you uh, either is, of you into this? Yeah, no, this, I think this Super is very, cute. very cool. It's yeah. the, the example they have, the mock-up they have is, is extremely well done. This makes a ton of sense for Lego, uh, just like they did with the Minecraft sets. I think that this is yeah. a perfect collaboration and I, I, I think it'd be even better than the actual game when it comes to terraforming because the game is junk as far as trying to customize your <laughs> island. So this seems like the most easy way to customize an island in Animal Crossing is to use Legos. I think that's going to be fantastic. I hope that with it, if if Nintendo does pick it up or if Lego does end up picking it up, they add in a little Lego Isabel or the, yeah. the Timmy and Tommy. I think that would be super cute. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Yeah. This could be a whole line because you could have Definitely. different houses. You can have, you know, elevations added in. Right now, from from what I see on this, it's just one, one level. So you could have different elevations put in there. So I think this could be really, really, this, this could have a lot of potential. 
different yeah, you island could have, sets. You could have like an expansion and then that could be like a cliff area or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I like this that. a lot. Mm -hmm. Me too. Um, and then adding on to our Animal Crossing news, uh, you know, there's there's been a big debate about time traveling in the game. I know the three of us are not into it. Uh, we don't like the idea of, of time traveling at all. And neither does Reggie, apparently. <laughs> so there was some fans on Twitter asking him if he time traveled. He like posted a an image of uh, shooting stars or a meteor shower. And then people are like, is Reggie time traveling in the game? Uh, and he said, no, never. <laughs> so you heard it from from Reggie himself. Do not time travel. It's cheating, guys. <laughs> the only the only thing I wish if I if I were to time travel and the the game, you know, it can acknowledge like, whoa, because it does acknowledge if if you've like jumped times. I've I've heard that the villagers will make like a weird comment about how, you know, well, that was weird or something like that. Where have you effect. been? Yeah, <laughs> they'll, they'll acknowledge it in some way that you've jumped time. And I would I would consider jumping time if and only if I was given a DeLorean and or Marty McFly outfit when I got back because that, that would, would be, be awesome. Awesome. Yes. That, that would, would make cool. it worthwhile if you got some back to the future related items because you are a time jumper. That would be I, so cool. I feel like that would not happen though because Nintendo doesn't want people time traveling. Like yeah, they don't want people probably. doing that. Yeah. But that, I, that would be interesting if someone could like somehow put that in the game. Secretly. It would be a fantastic like <laughs> Easter egg. And yeah. it would be absolutely even if it was just like a day, you know, not to actually mm -hmm. play the game, but you did it just to get the the reward. It would be so so cool. I I would I would almost yeah. definitely do that. But aside from that, no, we're none of us here. We've discussed it a bunch of times. None of us. I mean, if you time travel, that's that's your that's your jam. You do what you got to do. Mm -hmm. But uh, I I have I have plenty of other stuff to do. I I don't mind the pace. I can I can put it down. I got Witcher, so yeah, time travel is <laughs> not for me. Uh, if you do want a Marty McFly outfit, you can get one. Mm -hmm. I do have the custom. I have okay, the custom good. outfit. I was wearing that for a couple of days in the beginning because I found it and I was like, well, Michael would be all about this. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. So I don't know, okay, Mats, if you've seen it or if you've played with any of the QRs, but I did find somebody's uh, YouTube video and it's basically them just like, it's just a bunch of different QR slides with different outfits and Marty McFly vest is one of them. There was, there's like a oh, different a link. that. Yeah, there's a whole mm. bunch of stuff. So yeah. it's really, really cool to see all of the custom co uh, outfits that you can get just by scanning the QR code with your phone and then it uploads right into the into the game. So if anybody hasn't played around with that stuff, it, it's, it's a cool so it's a cool feature. Yeah, it is it is yeah, pretty fun, fun to, to get the with. custom stuff. I didn't think I would like it at all, but the more I've played around with it, the more I'm like, oh, this is really interesting. So I I'm terrible at making the patterns myself. <laughs> but I do like to find interest. And, and in most cases, you don't even have to. And in 95% of the time, you're going to find that somebody else exactly had the same. Yeah. yeah, they already made what you wanted. So you don't even yeah. have to worry about making a custom. But it uh, it definitely adds another level to the game. And it's funny because when they first talked about it, I, I really thought it was just going to be a gimmick. And I really didn't. Same. I was like, oh, that's that's cool. Great QR codes. Awesome. But <laughs> it it is it does work for this game. And actually, ever since um, I've gotten the Able Sister shop, I haven't even had to use any of the QR codes because you can just search the creator code. Mm -hmm. And that's actually been better. But I wish there was a way where you don't have to search by code. You could just search by um, I wish you like could a search keyword. By, 
Yeah, that's what I was yeah. just going to say. Like I wish if you could I want to look for, if I want to look for, so there's this heart in in the sand that you can put on your beach that is mm-hmm. very very cute looking, and uh, I couldn't find it for the longest time. I saw it in someone's island, and I wish I could just search heart sand, and then it yeah. would show me like results. Uh, yeah, that would but be I very guess, cool. I guess that's kind of to be expected for Nintendo for them to not do something normal like that. <laughs> now, for when you're searching for that stuff and you've done it on the when you add somebody's maker code, does that store mm-hmm. it by any chance? So can you like go back to their maker code or is it a one time thing? You add the maker I think code. It's a one time thing. OK, but you can yeah, search their entire library. Yeah. If you just search their creator code, it shows everything that they've ever uploaded. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. It would be nice if it yeah. stored it, you know, so or that you don't have if to you could have send it, it through your phone to a friend because there have been times where like i wanted to send you a sandcastle and i looked at my phone and i couldn't find the creator code i couldn't find the design code i Mm. there was no way for me to just send it to you to your nook phone and for you to just accept it or anything like that i had to go and look and i actually screenshotted it for the future if anybody else wants it um the code for it that's See, and that's another thing too. Like, yeah, we, we use the phone. There, see, there's a couple times that I wish my phone, the app that's on the phone, the Nook app that's on our actual real life phones. I wish real there life. Was, <laughs> I like that it has some of the functionality that it does, but at the same time, I wish that it had more functionality. Like, why can't I search mm-hmm. for Q, QR codes? Why, why can't I do that when I'm not playing the game? Find something I like, do search, have it stored and downloaded ahead of time. So when I get yeah. back home. You know, I can play my game. I feel like that would just get people to play it even more because if you're in the boss or you're doing something where you don't have your switch, you could still be actively doing something for your town and for your mm-hmm. island. And then mm-hmm. when you go home, you have that to look forward to. You could, you know, you jump on and you've already got your patterns in there and everything's ready to go. Um, ho- hopefully, we'll see something like that in a, in a future update. I don't, I'm not holding my breath, but I'd be excited. I feel like that would be a big overhaul for them to to take on, but it would be so nice. Yeah, it would be. They fix that. Yeah. Um, so that does it for our news this week. Uh, so let's move on to the top ten bestsellers. First, no surprise here, Animal Crossing. Uh, second is Just Dance 2020. Third, Mario Kart Deluxe 8. Fourth, Unravel 2. Fifth, Monopoly. Sixth, Minecraft. Seventh, Spyro. Eighth, Zelda Breath of the Wild. Nine is Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, and 10th is Drawful 2. And there weren't any other new games in the top 30, unfortunately. But uh, Mots told me this morning that apparently Cuphead, uh, th- is it this week, is the one-year anniversary on Switch Mots? Mm-hmm. Is this week? It's the nice. one-year anniversary, and they're celebrating with 25% off up until April 25th. So you still have a few days to pick it up if you haven't already, which is pretty awesome. Nice. Yeah. yeah, I'm surprised that that hasn't been in the top 10 for, I think it's the last two or three weeks, but just because there's been so many other sales. So I'm sure after this, it'll definitely be in that top 10 again. Yeah, I think this sale is going to boost it up. Should we Bump it up. Should we put um, bets on how long Animal Crossing is going to be in the top spot? I mean, it's what, three, four weeks now in a row? I'm guessing at least another couple of months. It's, well, it's just there crazy. aren't any other big releases coming out that I know of, right? Yeah, nothing, nothing too, I nothing like, like an gonna, Animal Crossing caliber. Yeah, I feel like it's going to stay at least in the top five through the summer. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's my I mean, guess. Yeah. I can't think if I even go into the featured, I was going to look on my Switch and be like, okay, what's what's even, like you said, upcoming from promoted games at all that would mm-hmm. possibly come in? I don't know. I mean, any I heavy hitters. See- 
Well, I could see maybe the Bioshock or Borderlands trilogy bumping it. No. Because I think people would want those games, especially Bioshock. I could see that being a good one because by then Animal Crossing, it can't be everybody's going to own it by then. I, I can't see what, what but do you look think at Minecraft. The, like Minecraft has been in the top 10 for how long? Yeah, that's true. Like people keep buying forever. it. Yeah. And I feel I like Animal Crossing is getting over. that I, reputation. I, oh, <laughs> I, I feel like Animal Crossing or Minecraft. I don't understand how <laughs> it's still in the top 10. Because at this point, it would seem like everybody owns it. But well, Breath of the Wild too. It's been three years. You know, yeah, yeah. Crazy. It, it's yeah. crazy how long that some of these games have been out and they're still there. I mean, looking at the games that came out this week, I can't imagine anything taking it off the top list for <laughs> yeah. a while. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, you you might be right. I mean, I think that maybe there's a huge sale on on something, and that mm-hmm, could sort true. of knock it off. But that could yeah, mess I mean, with some things. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I mean, who knows, right? Who knows if yeah. like something at E three digitally will happen? It's like Megaton, and then boom. Yeah. Um, they could but, have a surprise release of something. Yeah. yeah. Or one of those 99% off sales where it's like a penny and everybody's <laughs> like, well, I might as well get this and it'll yeah. skyrocket to number one for a week and then be back off again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I think Bioshock will do great. Do I think, but I don't know if it'll, I think it'll make it in the top 10, but I just think that. I don't know I if think it's got that, the power. Yeah. I don't know if it's got the power. So, yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of games that are coming out this week that we're into, we have a couple. And starting out, we have Mots with a few checks. That's correct. Cause I like to check everything. I picked, um, <laughs> I actually picked two games this week. Um, in fact, I think you, yeah, I picked the first one here. So the first one is Ida, I T T A. Um, this game, I don't know. I watched the trailers through it and it sort of just kind of spoke to me a little bit. It is a, uh, you would guess it if it's me. It's a bullet hell boss rush style adventure. So I love, you know, bullet hell type of adventure games. Um, but it's set in this world where this character, like everyone she, like, wakes up and just everybody's dead around her. It's like, like everybody's dead. Her cat's dead. Her parents are dead. Everybody's dead. And it's just like, it's just like, I'm like, what is this going on? It's like intense all of a sudden. And like, she's in this like, I don't know, underworld or something trying to figure out what's going on. But then her like cat's ghost follows her the entire time. I'm like, I don't know what's happening in this <laughs> thing. And then all of a sudden it gets into the action. And like, all of a sudden it's just like bullets and everything's like happening all crazy. And just the, it, you know, it's one of those, you know, Celeste style, you mm-hmm. know, 1632 bit games, but it looks very well done. The, the graphics look surprisingly you know they're pixelated graphics but they look really good for bullet hell style but like the boss battles look really intense and just bullets flying everywhere but the world around you is you know like skulls and and you know bodies and i don't know it's like this i don't know it looks in it looks cool i guess and that's Mm -hmm. that's i'm into it um so of the games this one caught my attention it's at 15 dollars um has cloud save data so that's a bonus um but that's always good um, i guess i didn't look necessarily you know i need to do the thing where i type in ida game and then i'm like okay how much is it on steam five dollars and then i'm like Mm -hmm. okay um this game looks like it didn't come out that long ago let's take a look at steam really quick here let's validate no it actually comes out at the same time so this is perfect it's a new release um and it doesn't have a price on steam so that's cool so i'm assuming it'll be about the same price so I like that it's a new game. I'm into it. Give it a look. Um, yeah, I, I'm 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 in for it. Sweet. Now the next one I have checked 
is for April 23rd, and it's called Sunless Sea Submariner Edition. It's $20, but it's a top-down game, and you basically are controlling the submarine, and you are going through and trying to explore. It's It seems like it's a mix between... Uh, horror and exploration. You essentially take the helm of a steamship in a Victorian Gothic role-playing game about discovery, loneliness, and death. So I was like, well, that sounds like something I need in my life right now. It's $20 and it is on Steam. It is also $20 on Steam and it has very positive reviews. Mm -hmm. So I like that about it. It does seem like it has a little bit of scary. It has a little bit of sort of, um, uh, where you're trying to, it's a, a sim almost where you're trying to control and kind of organize what's going on on your ship. There's different personalities and you have to maintain the mental, um, like your, your cruise mental state and things like that. And I, and I love that kind of stuff. So I had to give this a check. $20 isn't too bad, but I'll at least keep an eye on it because I can see this being on sale for, you know, maybe even half the price. And I, and I want to grab it, especially considering it's getting very positive reviews. I like these kinds of games and I like the atmosphere of this game. It seems very interesting. I like doing the discovery of it and the, um, you know, the, the different, um, management style that's for the crew and everything like that. So this one is a check for me, sunless C the next one that I have. And I check, I think I check these games every single time and I never actually buy them, but they always seem interesting and sort of a relaxing puzzle game. And that's pick cross pick cross four is coming out. It's $10 and it's just like all the others. If you've played any Picross game, then you'll understand what this is. And the idea is it's a crossword puzzle game where you follow hints and essentially you make a picture from that. This has over 485 puzzles total with 300 different Picross and Mega Picross puzzles, 150 clip pick cross piece puzzles there's a lot of peas in this it's hard to say 30 <laughs> color pick cross puzzles um the only thing i don't like about this i think ten dollars seems like you know that's a that's a fine price you're gonna have hours and hours with 485 puzzles you're gonna have tons of time on your hands to play this but it doesn't have touchscreen support and this game seems like it's a game that screams for touchscreen support i don't understand mm. why they wouldn't have that that drives yeah. me crazy that's a miss uh, yeah it's a total miss for this for a game like this it should have touchscreen support but everything i've heard about these games is that they're very sort of relaxing and you kind of get in this meditative state cuz you're just kind of cranking along and um and it's always interesting to me. And for whatever reason, I just don't pick them up when I when I see them. But it's on the wish list. Pick cross four. Now let me throw something out for you really quick on pick cross. I want to give you another optional recommendation here from my oh. friend Jesse, a fan of the show. He and I were talking this week, and he recommended a game called Murder by Numbers. Mm. Yeah, and, I have that on the wish list yeah, too. Okay. You talked about that a little while ago, I think. Okay, because yeah. he beat it he played through it he said it's absolutely fantastic and you know it has one of those kind of we, we skip over these games all the time because it's like here's narration based but it's basically narration um phoenix right mm-hmm. plus pick cross and he said the pick cross is really fantastic i don't know about the touchscreen support i can go ahead and 
follow up with him on that, but he did highly recommend it. So if, if that's something that's on your list already, it sounds like, but I'm curious if that's a better choice because it's only $5 more than maybe one of these other games. But I do, I love Picross. So what can I say? Yeah. The, and it's funny because I, I, I think it was an episode that you were unavailable, Mots. But mm. when I had this on the checklist, and it's funny because in the bottom of this, they have uh, their description of, you know, kind of what this is about. And it's 90s fashion upbeat jams sass dialed up to 100 <laughs> questionable jokes drag queens all that in a more awaits in murder by numbers and i said i wanted all that i wanted all of that in my life mm-hmm. so it definitely got a check from me when we first talked about murder by numbers and it, it, it was the same i said exactly the same thing it's like um the the lawyer game mixed with pick cross and uh and i think that that it looks fantastic. So yeah, yeah, definitely. If you're into either one of those, I think this, that's a good crossover for sure. Nice. nice. Oh, I guess the last one I picked, I didn't even, oh, I, I forgot because you sort of picked it. I just had to say it. We, got, we have to mention it because um, Trials of Mana is coming out. This would probably be the biggest game of the week. It's a major release. This is the 3D remake of the hit classic released in 1995 as Second Densetsu. I totally meant that, said that wrong, but it's Trials <laughs> of Mana. Um, the, you know, these are in a lot of directs and it's a big deal. It looks really pretty. If you're into the Mana games, which I am not, um, then, you know, you want a JRPG. You want something a little bit different than Bingo Bango and you got 10 gigs available. It's cool to just, you know, square C Square Enix supporting the Switch. And I hope it does well. I hope it I think it'll break into the top ten next week. I can guarantee that. So Yeah, I think this one's gonna do well. There's a big following. I've never played any of these, so I don't have a a, a real demand for it personally, but I I do know that it's got a, a huge following, and I'm sure there's a lot of people excited for it. Now with that, it gets us to everybody's favorite segment in the show. What you playing? Who wants to start? Me? Okay. Um, well, <laughs> I'll, we'll skip Animal Crossing. I've played a much more Bro Force. Uh, Heather hates me playing Bro Force because it's so broy, um, but it's oh, very not good. A fan <laughs> of the Bro Force, huh? It's so good. I was, um, I was talking about. You have to look up like, uh, I know I was. I don't know if I said this last week, but like, literally on the Bro Force fandom, they have like a list of the bros. And <laughs> it's like. It's like Rambro, Bromando, Bro Del Walker, Bro Hard, McBrover, Braid, Bro Dread, Bro in Black, Snake Broskin, Brominator, Brobo Cop, Indiana Bro. Oh my Bros. god, I like Brobo Cop. I like Bro. Yeah. Um, and then this is only like the beginning of it. It's like um, the Broad, Double Bro Seven, the Brodator, the Bro like, Heart. You know what I mean? Like it just—they're oh all ridiculous. And 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 I was playing it, and just Heather would. Um, just like laugh at, at it because how it, how it works is like when there's a boss battle, like there, one of them is like a terracopter and it's like a helicopter that's like, you know, terrible. And it's all like, terracopter, like just ridiculous. <laughs> and she's, she's like, she's like, I hate this game. And, uh, but, but, uh, it's pretty intense and fun. Again, it's a side scroller, shoot them up. Um, uh, it was on sale for three bucks. I think, I think it's still on sale. Um, so I'm trying to encourage Michael to buy it, but we'll see. It's because we can do it. Looks, so up. I, I have, I've been looking at it and it does look like it would be 
over the top crazy, but also fun <laughs> just because of that. It reminds me of Metal Slug, uh, mm-hmm. which was a huge game uh, years back. But mm-hmm. I, and I loved Metal Slug. That was a it was a blast to play, and it's very similar to that, like Contra, Metal Slug, all those kind of games. Mm-hmm. So I think we we might have to jump in this and bro out together and <laughs> and take down some enemies. A little bro night, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll let you guys bro it up. Oh yeah, you don't want to be that, on. Bro- I- I think you, you could definitely be on the bro force. You could be on the bro force. Bro force is for everybody. Yeah, I don't know. I might be. I might be on the same page as Heather with this one. Sorry. <laughs> I don't okay. know. This. You this guys looks should like... stream it. You guys should stream it, and I'll watch. Yeah, that's for the a good idea too. <laughs> I could do that. That's a good yeah. idea. Yeah, I, I'd yeah. have to pick out. I got to go through all the characters because I want to see who <laughs> I want to be. But I like this. I'm gonna add this to the list. Oh no, it's even better because Michael, you unlock the characters as you um, save them. Oh, you earn them. You earn them. Yeah, it's great. It's fantastic. Nice. Um, I like that. It's great. Um, I also picked up um, Flow Lines Verse because it was like I don't know a dollar, like five cents or something like that. I used Mm -hmm. some coins. It's a little puzzle game. I haven't played it yet. It's multiplayer, so I want to play it with Heather. Thought it'd be kind of a fun activity while we're indoors. Mm -hmm. Um, I think you just make lines. I don't quite understand, but it was like four cents. I bought that. I also picked up Klondike Solitaire for 89 cents for the Switch, and I didn't buy it for me. I bought it for Heather because this is my new favorite thing to do is gift Heather games. Nice. And how this works is magical because when I set up her account, I did it. So I created the email address and the <laughs> and the password for her account on her switch. So like if you had kids, right, you could do this for them. So you're setting up their online account instead of using their stuff. So, you know, they have to come to you if you need to do stuff. And I basically set it up. So if she wants to buy anything or do anything, she doesn't have to log in, but it means that I am able to log in and buy games. So I went on, I was like, Heather loves solitaire. You know, she has it on her phone, but why not have it on the switch? And this one's touchscreen support, 89 cents, just saying. Very nice. Um, and uh, she hasn't played it yet because she hasn't hit the home button on her switch in a week because it's just animal crossing Mm. so (laughs) she doesn't know it's there yet this is a mystery but i thought that was cool because it you know when you buy it online it installs on the switch automatically and since that's Mm -hmm. her main switch Mm -hmm. boom now she has it so i thought that was quite fun yeah that Um, is fun now imagine imagine if it were like steam and you could buy and gift games right on the eShop. that how great would that be if we could finally get that that built in because yeah. I would love that because there's a lot of times where there's a, a little quick game and you're like, Oh, you know what? I'll get this for somebody. And then it's just such a hassle. You don't even, mm-hmm. you're like, forget it. It's not worth it. Well, and imagine <laughs> like I could stop bugging you to buy bro force and I would just buy it for you. Oh, I love See? this idea. Come yeah. on, Nintendo. <laughs> you're just wasting money. You're throwing away money. Nintendo get on it. And it, it uh, can't be that hard to, to add that functionality where you could just buy a game and send it to somebody on your friend list. Yeah. That'd it, be cool. It can't be. Yeah, it could just be a like gift and then you could pick the person first because yeah. Nintendo knows if they own it or not. Right. And boom, yeah. you're good to go. I mean, you can do it in Animal Crossing. <laughs> that's true. That, yeah, well, that, that's what it, that's what made me think about it. Yeah. It's so simple to it's actually better to send stuff as a gift in Animal Crossing as opposed to going mail it to somebody because that's just an added step is going to send mail. But mm. if you're buying something in Animal Crossing to send to friends, it's so much easier uh, and I would love to have that in the real world with the eShop and do that for games mm. and be able to buy somebody a game that, you know, that you think they would like. Yeah. Like today I went to, to, to Christina's Island and bought, and bought the turnips this morning 
and, and she was going to buy the telescope. And I said, Oh, I'll buy the telescope for you as like a thank you gift. So I bought it and then placed it outside. And then you were saying that's a bonus because that it's in my inventory. So I can then go mm-hmm. buy it again or Catalog, whatever. But yeah. Yeah. But I bought mm-hmm. a animal crossing physical product Ooh. recently. Yeah. Oh, um, Heather enlightened me to this. Cause I didn't, I realized that I thought that you could do this, but I didn't realize that you could do this, which is back in the day, they used to make these animal crossing amiibo cards mm-hmm. and you can buy them and this is how you can invite and get special items for certain characters and heather and i are big um, fans of and, and we love monkeys that's it's our favorite mm-hmm. animal besides sloths so those are two amazing we're very excited for the upcoming earth day because of sloth which is kind of a creepy looking sloth like a clown sloth so i want to <laughs> see in real life the three-dimensional sloth but um heather was a little upset that i was the person that got nana which is one of my favorite monkey characters in animal crossing so she comes and all she does is just hang out with nana when she's on my island she ignores me (laughs) and she's like straight to nana Um, (laughs) so nana's always talking about her all the time Um, so i went on ebay and i was like let me just i'll just buy one of these cards right and and you know five dollars later boom bought a card and came right in the mail and and uh yesterday she opened it up uh and you know basically nearly cried she's like i'm gonna get a nana and then um it was really fun because i didn't really know that that's how it worked so she got the card you know she has a switch light so the amiibos work which is cool so just taps the card Mm -hmm. and um unfortunately someone was already in her campsite so she didn't want to kick them out so now she has to she's in a waiting game because that's how it works it's like that you invite them to your campsite in fact i think you have to invite them like a bunch of times or something Mm -hmm. back and forth to get them, but she's very excited about the possibility and potential of Nana coming and living on her island. So I thought that was a cool one. I know some of the cards are really expensive, but Nana was like, you know, anywhere between a dollar to ten dollars, basically. Yeah, that's awesome. I I have been eyeing some of because the, they they do sell them as series as well. You can buy you know packs of I don't know five or ten villagers or something like that. And I've been eyeing them because I really want stitches. That's the character I want to my island. Mm. And I haven't. I, I have had um, villagers come and go. I've you know they uh, eventually if you haven't already seen it they'll walk around and they'll have like a little cloud above their head and they're discouraged about something and they'll say oh I'm. I'm thinking about leaving your island and I just say, well, you should, you should get out of here because if that, you're going to have that kind of attitude, I don't want you here anyway. Get out of here. Yeah. So I had, uh, one of mine take off. He was, he was down in the dumps and I said, look, this, this place ain't for you any longer, buddy. And he moved out the other day and I have a new person in and we're going to see how that turns out. We'll see if this person's got the right attitude for my island. But I'm, my thing is I'm really trying to have a variety of species. I want to have, um, at, at one point I had three frogs. I think I'm down to two frogs now. I have two alligators. Like I'm trying to, I, I don't know why I keep getting doubles of, of all the species, but I would like to have one of as many as I can, you know, and I do have Nana. Nana really gets around because she's on my island as well. And I, and I, I I'm feeling like there was something, a special connection there. But now that I'm hearing she's going to be on two other islands at a minimum, I'm a little hurt. I'm a little hurt that Nana's not a, a one island lit lass, but I'm holding out for Audie. I think Audie is going to be, yeah. Um, I, I want to, I want Audie. I'm, I want a wolf and I think a fox would be cool too. So That's Audie, if you're listening, <laughs> yeah. Audie, if yeah. you're out there and you're listening, uh, Ravetica Island is, is open. We have our gates open to you. Or Rustyville. 
We'll yeah, but mostly Ravenica. Oh, or Ravenica, Rustyville. Though. Rustyville. I mean, I got a space open right now, Audi. No. Wink, wink. <laughs> uh, what, did you boot somebody out? No. Um, Broccolo left. Oh, I call yeah, him I that. call him uh, Lieutenant Barkley or Broccoli for those Star oh. Trek fans out there. <laughs> nice. But uh, yeah. No, Broccolo, which he was like a cone-headed mouse. <laughs> oh, that's weird. He left. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Mats, how about you? Now, do you have all of your villagers or are you still working on getting the villagers to come to your island? Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, it's been, I would say that I play a little bit less than everybody, including mm-hmm. Heather. And uh, I recently built a um, staircase ladder so I can get up to the second tier. That was a big accomplishment. In the that's, island. Yeah, that's a big nice. step. I sold my turnips for 500 on Heather's Island. So it was pretty impressive. Um, that's very nice too. That was, that was good. Um, I have not, I don't have a campsite yet, so I don't know how to get that. Um, oh, okay. So I'm a little, so that's about where I'm at in this world. And I have, I have more than the starters. Okay. I, I at least finished the additional three. So I'm at five people and nice. that's it. So I don't know how to get more people. Um, necessarily. I know. I, I think I do. I need, I think I need the campsite, right? Yeah. That'll be mm-hmm. your next, okay. like, uh, your next thing you get from Tom. Tommy. Okay, I need to just talk to him. Well, Heather, Heather was like, yeah. I got the campsite and she's like, people have been, been there. And then this one bear or whatever was on her Island. And he was like, Oh, I'm thinking, I'm thinking like, I really like this Island. And she's like, she's like, you should move here. And he's like, nah. and then Uh, and then and then another person came she said and visited the campsite and all they did was person was complaining that they they hated camping so i'm like why are you here yeah what are you doing here then but she's hoping that this bear the bear that she has looks like um winnie the pooh on oh, her, okay. in her camps it looks for it's not stitches though i did look up stitches at before this because christina mm. had mentioned it to me stitches is adorable yeah um, i'm a big fan i just yeah. only want monkeys on the island so there's a bunch of you gorillas should. and monkeys and that's it so that would be very cool i've seen mm-hmm. islands where people have only cats oh cool they have all the cat villagers i want a cat so bad cat i island. want there's a couple cool ones that i wouldn't mind there's one that's mm-hmm. like an egyptian cat that would be very cool are they have, have cats with island. two different colored eyes yeah, I like him yeah, too. I that's think that's cool. Raymond. I like Raymond a lot. He has <laughs> the two eye colors. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I guess I'm just, the, the problem is once you're full, you don't see him on the islands anymore when you go visit islands. So you're just kind of at mercy of of them getting discouraged Wanting and leaving. Leave. Yeah. yeah, and then you'll get something else in there. And, I, and I'm at some point, I would like to get a couple of those cards so I have more active control over it. But I'm doing a lot of terraforming right now. And so the villagers kind of take a back seat. And another reason is I wasn't too concerned with my final villager, um, like all my final villagers, because I had read that your villager's house, you know how you go in some of their houses and it's like a table and a bed and Mm -hmm. nothing crazy, but then other ones have like these very ornate interiors. Mm -hmm. So what I read is that correlates with your house uh, status. So if your house is like, very you know you got the basement you got the attic and you got all the add-ons the villagers can have more ornate interiors as as well so it's never uh above what you're currently at the game's programmed to never have a better villager house than what your house is so if you get a villager that comes to the house that just moves right out of the tent into the house their house is always basic it never expands mm. into like a more interesting interior so at this point i i didn't really want to push for any 
like villagers that I love because I wanted their houses to be really cool. So now that my house is maxed out, anybody that comes, I can be more like thorough. And if, if they move to the island and I like them, I know their house is going to be as cool as it can possibly be as well. Mm. So I just didn't want to like fall in Like if I had stitches and I just had them at my basic house level, I wanted his house to be as cool as he is. So I'd never really made like a huge effort with my villagers. But now that mm. I, now I'm going to make more of an effort oh, to get cool. who I want. Hmm. Yeah. Pretty cool stuff. It's, it's interesting how the game has all of those mo- like mechanics built in. I would never think that they would, you know, oh, we don't want our, we don't want your house to be looked badly upon because your neighbor's <laughs> houses are so much better. And yeah. I wouldn't even think mm. the game would do that, but it's kind of funny that they gave it that thought. Well, there's yeah. a lot of little things too. Like, I know, uh, Christina was just talking about these ants or whatever. And I was like, I don't know what mm-hmm. you're talking about. So she had to explain, it's, it's fun, <laughs> you know, chatting with both of you each week because I learned something new that I didn't know about the game. And that's mm-hmm. what kind of keeps me going, I guess. Yeah. I, and that's what I like about it too. There's some days that I will turn it on and I'll just do my minimum chores, find my fossils, check in at that ATM machine because I don't want to lose my 300 miles each day, mm-hmm. um, little stuff like that. And then I may just not play anymore for that day because I did what I needed to do. And then there's other days because I'm big in the terraforming right now and I've got like a bunch of stuff that I'm trying to do for my where I'm going to relocate my house. Um, my vision is I want it to look like what was it? Uh, Pandora and Avatar. So I'm trying to build this, this sort of high peak and waterfalls and stuff all kind of going down around it, like hitting different levels and flowers and stuff. And that's my house will be on the top of that. So that's what I'm trying to do. And it is, it is terrible. It is so hard to do (laughs) because you're trying to get the levels right. And then you have to fix it to go back because once you've like you, you'll make it so that you've kind of got it where you want it, and then you'll make it so that you can't get back there unless you put more land back up, and then you can get back to it. And I'm learning that the the waterfalls only work certain ways, but you can't do any of them at angles. So it's it's a little bit of trial and error of trying to figure out how to make it look the way I'm envisioning it. Uh, but one half of it is kind of there, and it's it's been a process but it's it's kind of cool and i and i do like that i can change the island to do what i want i just wish the crafting was a little bit better because i get a lot of misfires so i hit something that wasn't meant to be hit i wish there was like in stardew valley there's a little x that comes up or a little square that comes up where you're actually doing something and when you're in construction mode i wish that was an option that you could see that x yeah. or square so you knew what i'm going to hit next because i even I, just I digging in itself yeah, constantly yeah. making mistakes yeah. with stuff like that. Um, so that would be a quality of life adjustment that I would like to see in the future. But other than that, that's been my major my major project right now. I've got the orchard all done, and uh, I'm working on terraforming my future home. Yeah, terraforming can be pretty tough. <laughs> yeah, it definitely is. So, yeah, I've been playing Animal Crossing quite a bit too, clearly. But uh, I also started to experience Joy-Con Drift this week. Oh, welcome to the club. Yeah. And I, I like right now is not the time for this to happen because like we've discussed in the past, we can't send them in right now. They're not repairing anything. And even if I did send it in to be repaired, who knows how long it would be until I'd be able to get it back. And I've been playing Animal Crossing a hundred per, well, 98% of the time it's handheld. Mm -hmm. I do not play it like on on the TV or anything. It just, it, it feels more personal that way, I guess. But so I, I was thinking, okay, I can order new Joy-Cons, and I started to look that up, but 
you can't even get those right now for a decent price. They're $90 at Walmart, which I think they normally retail around 70 And when I looked up just every other place, it was like somebody bought it from GameStop and then they're trying to resell it for a super high price. And it's just ridiculous. So uh, I ordered a replacement kit and it comes with like all the tools and everything. I haven't experienced it since that one day. So it's not consistent. If it does start happening consistently, I at least have the part so I can go ahead and fix it. But I was like, I had a moment of panic because I was like, I'm playing my Switch so much right now. And of course, this would happen. <laughs> yeah, but, it's a crappy feeling for sure. Yeah, yeah. So that's what well, I've been dealing with. <laughs> hopefully, it when, when my blue Joy-Con started to do that, mm-hmm. I probably played with it like that for several months. And what I did is at first, there's... Under the Joy-Cons, there's this little rubber skirt that kind of goes around the plastic part that is down in the controller itself. And Mm -hmm. if you take, you know, like a tweezers or a knife and are real careful, you can kind of flip that up and see down into it a little bit better. And you hit that with some compressed air. And in theory, or at least temporarily, it blows out whatever debris is kind of causing the misfires in the Joy-Con. And so you'll, you'll have you know, functionality back. It's not, a, it's not a perfect fix, obviously. Um, but yeah. it, it seemed to allow me to kind of get by for a little bit longer until eventually it was just at the point where it, 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 it was you making it very it tough to, yeah, it was making <laughs> yeah, it just tough yeah. because there was a lot of times where I'm like doing something and it was causing me to get killed or whatever. So when the purple and orange came out, I already knew I had wanted those and it made it. Yeah. So it's like, Oh, great. I'm done. I got new joy cons and I, at some point we'll be sending my blue ones in to have those repaired. Um, but I liked, I had been looking at those, those little modules to do the thumbsticks myself as mm-hmm. well. So I'm hoping that it, that's a, it's a good solution and that that works out. Yeah. I'll keep you guys updated if I do have to repair, but right now I'm still holding off cause it's, it, it was just one day and it was very, it wasn't super annoying. It, mm-hmm. what would happen is because, you know, in Animal Crossing, you're moving around everywhere with your character, and sometimes I would flick it, flick the, the um, what is it called? Joystick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would just accidentally flick the joystick really quick, and then my character would just turn around and start walking up. And I'm like, oh. no, don't do that. And it's really frustrating when you're trying to put down paths and things like that, and your character just keeps trying to walk away. It's like my character didn't want me to play the game. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, yeah. That, that's the only issue, like real issue I've been having with it. Um, but hopefully it doesn't get worse. If it does, I'm prepared. Yep. That'll be, a, that'll be an interesting, uh, adventure. The, Especially so since I don't do us. stuff like this very often. I don't take apart my electronics and try to do things to them. So if I can do it, anyone can do it. So we'll it'll see. be a side, a side hustle. You'll yeah, be able to fix go. Joy-Cons locally. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. Do it get it. Hopefully it doesn't, hopefully it doesn't get any worse, but yeah, let us know. Keep us up mm-hmm. to date. And in fact, if you are experiencing drift issues, let us know. Go to NintendoDispatch.com, tweet at us, do all the things. I think that's going to do it for this week's Animal Crossing-filled Nintendo Dispatch. So until next time, this has been your Nintendo Dispatch.